It's time to think differently about healthcare, but how do we keep up? The days of yesterday's medicine are long gone, and we're left trying to figure out where to go from here. With all the talk about politics and technology, it can be easy to forget that healthcare is still all about humans. And many of those humans have unbelievable stories to tell. Here, we leave the policy debates to the other guys and focus instead on the people and ideas that are changing the way we address our health. It's time to navigate the new landscape of healthcare together and hear some amazing stories along the way. Ready for a breath of fresh air? It's time for your Paradigm Shift. Welcome to the Paradigm Shift of Healthcare, and thank you for listening. I'm Michael Roberts, here today with co-hosts Jared Johnson and Scott Seitzer. On today's episode, we're talking to Sean Nason, the founder, CEO, and chief disruptor at Mophi, a former Disney Imagineer and author of The Power of Yes in Innovation. Sean, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you guys for having me. Excited to be here and to share a little of our story. Absolutely. Yeah, Sean, you are part of some really fascinating, in my opinion, fascinating stories going on today in the types of things that you've been a part of. And one of those was, I'd consider it a very significant event in healthcare last year, towards the end of last year, which was the opening of the first Walmart Health Clinic in Dallas, Georgia. I, maybe that's a good place for us to start. Do you want to take us through that story of that clinic? I mean, that, that was a big deal when it happened. People are still talking about it. It's a pretty revolutionary thing. And so uh, we'd love to hear just anything you got there in terms of like the story of that, You know how it even came to be, and, and what was the vision to begin with? Yeah. It was an amazing, exciting time in our life of Mophie. I've had the privilege of working with the CEO of Walmart Wellness, Sean Savinsky, for several years. I met him in 2011 and have been on a great journey with him. And so when Sean was tapped to do this project with Walmart and lead this team, he tapped us to come in and help design experience and innovation and strategy with him. And yeah, September 13th of last year, we were in Dallas, Georgia, and opened the very first Walmart Health. It's a 10,000 square foot clinic in Dallas, Georgia. And truly what I believe is an integrated model. We hear integration and integrated care delivery models throughout the industry, but this model is truly what I believe is integrated It hosts primary care, diagnostic, behavioral health, x-ray, radiology, dentist, vision, pharmacy, hearing, all in one spot. And I think the powerful thing around it that we have seen and that the team has seen is that we focused on three big areas. So when you talk about the vision of it, we focused on three areas around cost, convenience, and care. And as we know... In America today, cost and transparency of pricing doesn't exist really. Convenience and access, not really great. And then I don't know about everyone and you guys, but sometimes care isn't the best either. And so that was our focus. The team's focus was to focus on those three areas. And it was, um, it's been a powerful thing to see what's happening. So when we talk around this whole price transparency piece, I'll I'll share a little bit there, that you you can walk into Walmart Health today and have behavioral health, and it costs a dollar a minute. So a 60-minute session, $60. That's unheard of in America today. You can go see a dentist, have exams, x-rays, and teeth cleaning for $50. 
And I remember the very first week that the clinic was open, the team shared with us, you know, a mother with four kids who had not been able to take her children and herself to the dentist could actually pay a cash price and get all five of them taken care of, you know, for $250. And that's a pretty powerful thing happening as we are trying to, to focus on the, the cost piece. When we look at convenience, today there are 4,800 community hospitals in America. There are a little over 5,200 Walmarts. So talk about access, access points. And just read an article last week that the rate of bankruptcies in hospitals are rising and more hospitals are closing every year and because they're going bankrupt because they can't figure out that cost piece either. Um, so convenience access is getting really important. And Walmart has a huge footprint. And they were founded when Mr. Sam, as the organization calls him, you know, he went to the parts of America where access for food and retail was needed. And what a better place for healthcare to happen. And then last, you know, when we talk about care, the, I think that's probably one of the moments we're most proud of in this is we've actually created a care model using care hosts mm -hmm. that gives what we would consider a white glove experience. My team, along with their team, researched the leading industry experts outside of healthcare. So talked with the Disney's, the Chick-fil-A's, you know, the Harley Davison's, people that really, Nordstrom, Neiman Marcus, that really provide this amazing care, Apple, and created this model around care hosts where you have these interactions with the care hosts that takes you through the process and never leaves you alone. It's been pretty incredible. What was your role in all of that, Sean? We actually call ourselves, and we're an experience design SWAT team. So don't look at us as a normal consulting agency. If you want pretty PowerPoints, that's probably not what Mophie is going to provide for you. <laughs> we get in the nitty gritty. We want to solve big, hairy problems. So our role was across so many things. We helped create that care host experience. Even today, my team in Calhoun, Georgia, training the next staff because two weeks from now, the next Walmart Health will open in Calhoun, Georgia. So my team is on the ground right now helping with the Walmart team, training associates, making sure the experience is right, making sure that everything that we envisioned from the beginning, those wow moments are taking place within the process. That's just unbelievable. It's, it's just great. Uh, I just see retail health clinics as a, a real change in healthcare and how do the providers at these places feel? They think that they're part of this big paradigm shift? Yeah. So this is another powerful thing. And I give shout out to Walmart for, for taking this on. Yes, I do believe retail health is growing. I'm not for sure any retailer has figured it out perfectly yet. Because, you know, um, just last year we saw, you know, where Walgreens is actually closing some of their right, sites. Right, that's right. You know, and they were only keeping their third-party administrator sites open. You know, and CVS is working hard at this with their health hubs. I think the, the big difference that I would say where Walmart, again, has focused on care, not even for the patients, but is care for the associates, is we've alleviated a ton of the administrative burden on the providers. So the nurse practitioners 
are hired associates of Walmart. And we have done as much to alleviate administrative tasks and allow them to just focus on care um, that we can. And so because of that, providers are loving it. They are back to not back to the reason they became a provider, a doctor, a nurse practitioner, um, is they get to provide care and they get to be with their patients and not be tasked with all the administrative stuff. How do the other providers uh, feel about, you know, in, in <laughs> Dallas? Are they happy, you know, that someone's finally come in to take care of this? Do they look at you as a major competitor? Are they working with you? How, how's that working? Yeah, I think the big thing there, you guys, is this, that we are not a competitor. I say we, I feel, Walmart is not looking at being a competitor. Mm-hmm. We're actually looking at just being another access point. And as we are studying, and again, remember the first clinic, these first few are going to be prototypes. We're testing, but we are pressure point release. You know, in America today, 50 to 60% of emergency room visits don't need to be emergency room Absolutely. visits. But this isn't an urgent care facility either. I didn't mention, you know, in the facility, there's actually a, a well-being room where there's fitness classes and nutrition classes taking place. You know, we have someone there helping if you don't understand your insurance or need insurance. We have community health workers. So what we are trying to portray to the community, and it's going well, is that we are here to help be a relief, a pressure point relief, pressure relief. So the right people in the hospital are at the hospital. You know, I also think in this model, you know, hospitals are are starting to ask some questions like, we will I don't think, I've never heard, but I don't think we'll see Walmart branded hospitals. <laughs> we need hospitals, but we need hospitals and patients in those hospitals that need to be in the hospital. So, uh, you know, so far, I think our provider relationships in the community and our community relationships are going really well. As with anything, you know, it is, you know, when this comes out, it does kind of give people some angst at first, but I think everything's on, on a good on a good place. With yeah, that. along those lines, you're opening up in uh, Calhoun, Georgia. You think it's a little bit easier opening now that you've got some experience in your back pocket that the providers who were part of the system, as well as working with the system, do they see, like, is it a little bit easier opening up in Calhoun now, it just overall? I don't know that it's ever easier, but I think now that people have seen it and um, can, you know, have been to see it or been through it, they they get it. And I think it will, I think for our side, it's been easier to open. Uh, you know, the community is going to be watching, the providers are going to be watching to see what happens. But I don't think there's the angst anymore around it. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Like, does, does Walmart have goals, like what they want to see in three, five, or even 10 years from now? I think where we're at right now is, you know, we're opening some prototypes, testing it, see what the market is. Or there's a you know a definitive strategy of what the three, five, ten year goal is, just to see how the market is going to take these prototypes. So far, things are good, but nothing definitive there yet. Walmart is interesting in that, as you mentioned, it did have you know some footprint within sort of like the overall health space, right? They were already doing some vision stuff, already kind of in that in that realm. But obviously, this is a big leap going from you mentioned even like dental work as well. Yes. Yes. That's a huge leap to go from combining just that one thing to combining all these together. 
So you've got a quote where you're saying that the Walmart health team absolutely had the skills and expertise to make Walmart health happen. They just needed the permission to dream it and then do it. Can you expand on that comment for us and, and tell us more what you were looking at when you were talking about that? Well, people need to realize and remember with Walmart is they're not new to healthcare. This is a new area building, you know, these bigger clinics, but Walmart has today, you know, almost 5,000 pharmacies, mm-hmm. 2,200 or so vision centers. So it's not that they haven't space. So lots of expertise, lots of ability to do it. I think for them was to be able to see their self as I had kind of walked in and saw it was to see themselves that they could be an industry leader in this space. You know, they had previously also had um, 19 care clinics that they had been testing and, and working through that had been doing stuff in this space as well. So I just think the, in my opinion, the team just needed some unlocking and some mindsets shifted. And that's what we've really had the privilege of being able to work on. But, you know, they've been in this space since 1978 when they opened up their first clinic, you know, and they were already doing some really progressive things. And, you know, 2006, they launched the $4 prescription program. If you guys can remember back then, the industry was like, oh my gosh, right? But they fundamentally shifted the prescription and pharmaceutical industry then by offering that. So I just think this is just the next big step for them and the team. So they've been doing radical things and being disruptive in the industry. They just needed to, I guess, get a push to say, hey, we can do it here as well. Um, And that's what my team... I think that's what we have been brought in to do a lot with is around that and testing and helping them think differently in some mindsets. It's interesting that, so our show right before this one, the last episode that we recorded, we spoke with a direct primary care provider. And so completely different model of someone else trying to say like, obviously the system needs a ton of improvement. Let's completely change how we're going at this. and there's a, a growing number of direct care, primary care providers. And so, but each of them kind of seem to be tackling their own community. It's very much like a one, one at a time kind of solution. Whereas Walmart health is obviously has the capability of going at this in a completely different fashion. So I find that fascinating that both sides of the equation, both sides of, of like the level of providers can go after this sort of experience. So one of the things, though, that, that Walmart Health has the, the capacity to do at this kind of scale is really start paying attention to things like overall customer experience and what it looks like to see that, that design, as you were kind of mentioning, that strategy all the way through this. More that you can tell us about sort of that customer experience side of things and what you observed and what you've been able to pull out of this project so far. That has been the fundamental to all of this. And working with a great team there, their internal person, their lead there, Matt Perry, and then their operations lead, Amber Bynum, you know, working with them to say, how do we do this? We created some fundamental principles, you know, design principles around know me, care for me, and make it easy for me, hmm. and made sure that as we were building the experience, it lined up to that. So again, going back to Sean Slavinsky's vision, his vision was, we will build this model from the patient backwards. 
And we will always keep that patient in the middle. And we, the team did an amazing job. 27,000 consumers, a little right around 27,000 consumers in six months before we finalized the strategy. So we, you know, the team did, and the Walmart team did some amazing ethnographic research to know what patients really wanted so that we could create an experience that they wanted. So my kudos to Walmart and to the team is to say that experience is driving this and it's pretty powerful to see. You mentioned that the Walmart has like a care host model. Like how much does that, the research that you guys were able to do lead into the role of the care host? A ton. It helped drive it. Again, not looking at the clinics and Walmart health in a traditional model. It has still the traditional roles, but how we, what we call them, you know, that they're all care hosts. We have medical assistants in there helping. We have people drawing blood. We all the same technical things that you need to run a clinic, but just labeling them different and putting a mindset that's different that says care will be the first driver that we will care for the patient. We will provide safety for the patient. That has really been the transformative, in my opinion, thing to sit back and watch. That's really great. You know, I can't tell you how many hospitals we've interacted with where you walk into the hospital and I'm not ill. I'm not worried about my health and I can't find where I need to go. Yeah. Blue lines and yellow lines and green lines and they think they're helping and it's like, my goodness gracious. And I love the idea for anybody who hasn't gone into an Apple store, and I'd be surprised if you hadn't. The first thing that happens is somebody comes out to you with an iPad or, or an iPhone and says, hey, what do you need today? And, and how can I walk you over there? Yeah. I just can't imagine what it's like for a patient for the first time walking into the Walmart facility and saying, hey, you're not feeling well. What can we do to help you and let me walk you where you need to go rather than, well, go figure it out and read. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've been really cautious and very precise, even wording. You know, we, you know, how can I help care for you today? Thank you for allowing me to care for you today. But yeah, it is, it's very different. You know, you walk in and you're greeted just like you are at an Apple store, you know, someone with an iPad and starts to talk to you, not the experience that's happening. And to be real, I mean, you were talking about hospitals just before this call was on with the hospital system that. In all accounts, most people in the industry would put in the top probably three from an experience standpoint, uh, but they're reaching out saying, we need to work on this. We haven't put the patient first like what you're talking about here. So even those that are leading in the industry are starting to look and go, okay, how can we do this differently? Yeah, it requires a different mindset on everybody's part. You talk about the core of being cost, convenience, care. These are fairly basic concepts outside of medicine, you know, for uh, if you were going to open a business. And I've spoken to a lot of ortho and spine surgeons over the years. That's kind of our niche. And we constantly tell them, I said, stop calling into the back line, you know, your special phone line. Call into the main line. Tell me if you would be proud of how those phones are being answered, of what the weight is like, of how your patients are being treated. And this is what I really do like from the consumerization of healthcare side of things. It's like, let's put the patient first, not only from the perspective of let's make sure that we take good care of them and get them healthy, but let's make them feel like we care about them as well, just as individuals. So I'm, I'm really happy that 
that you've kind of dug deep into this and are, are helping with just the overall model for everyone, not just Walmart. Yeah, and I think the powerful thing there, and you said it, and it's what we at Mofi believe in and teach, is it's not about a process, but it's more around a mindset shift. And we teach five or six of those basic mindsets to the whole team. And it's amazing when you said, you know, when I talk about that they have the, you know, the all the expertise to do this, it was allowing and helping them shift those mindsets to unleash this huge potential. Sean, I've got one more question, but before we kind of wrap up for the day, but some of the different discussions that I've, I've been able to have through Twitter, through, you know, various social media accounts is people are really looking at all the ways that they can tackle patient literacy, helping patients understand what real healthcare means, how, how they become proactive in their health and not just wait for something bad to happen, which we've certainly been had to deal with for sure. It sounds like the, the Walmart health system can help patients move beyond just troubleshooting when something goes wrong. You know, you're talking about nutrition centers, you're talking about having ways to go in and work out, that sort of stuff. Is that something that Walmart Health is designing for right now? And it seems like they're very well positioned to be able to make a dent in that space. Yeah, you know, I think this is, again, you know, we're in the, again, what I love about Sean Savinsky is we're in the prototyping phase. Mm -hmm. So we're going to test a lot to see what's right. But, you know, remember this one thing that these clinics, the one in Dallas, this one in Calhoun, they are, I call them, you know, the appendage built on a super center, right? So they have the ability, Walmart, in my opinion, has the ability to really look at the whole person, the whole family, and begin to impact them, not only when they step into the clinic, but when they step into the retail box, you know, when they go into grocery, Walmart has an amazing selection of fresh foods. People just don't know about it. Yeah. So how do we start building that streamline to say, okay, you come into the clinic, but we're going to walk you and we're going to help you go grocery yeah. shopping to make sure you have the right things to help you with your health after you've been diagnosed. I think that's the power behind what Walmart has it's that no one else has. Mm. There's not anybody else that can do that in the industry. Hospital systems, no one else. Yeah. That they can really, it, it's funny, even in Dallas, Georgia, the day we opened uh, Walmart Health, at the same time, you know, Walmart had a vet clinic open. <laughs> so when you talk about taking care of your whole family, you're really talking about your family and your pets. <laughs> like you can take your pet to get care while you're in there getting care. Again, no one else can do that. At least I don't know of anyone else. I, and I study a lot around you know, the industry. I don't know anyone else that has that ability to do it. Very, very fascinating stuff. Sean, thank you so much for your time today. There's so many more questions I could ask, but we'll go ahead and wrap up for today. But thank you again. I'm really excited about how many different groups are tackling the healthcare problem, right? And looking for ways to improve this. So I thank you and I look forward to seeing what Walmart Health does. Yes, thank you guys. Thanks again for tuning in to the Paradigm Shift of Healthcare. This program is brought to you by P3 Inbound, marketing for ortho, spine, and neural practices. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts.